the more I use Ventura, the more I hate the new system settings. Mm. I think I have like a blindness to it. As soon as there's that sidebar of all the options, I just can't find anything. Like I thought the icons in the old view were difficult to isolate. Oh, which one do I need? But this wall of text is just horrendous. Do you ever just treat it like the internet and just search? Well, I do. That's what I end up doing. But I feel like it's a failure of design that I have to search. The thing that I think is interesting about it is I agree, like, it's years of using system preferences with the way that it was before. So I reckon it's just getting used to something new. But it doesn't seem to show that whole thing that came in with Big Sur about more spacing between things. You know how they made that big deal about greater gaps between items in menu bars and people went, ooh, does that mean Mm. they're going to bring in touch points or touch targets and then they didn't but then everything in system settings is more compressed so maybe just needs more breathing space i don't know I just want to check in with you guys. Do I sound any different this week? Oh, so much better. Like at least 60% better than you did in the past. Okay. Yeah, your new nickname is going to be Andrew Smooth FM Canyon at this rate. <laughs> well, I've Smooth FM'd my microphone. I've, I've gone back to the old one. So for the longest time. The superior probably for, one. Probably for the last 50 episodes of Hemispheric Views, I've been running with the Rode Procaster. And then... I've switched back to the Shure SM... What is it, Jason? The SM7B? That is the Shure SM7B. That's right. So apparently this is the one that will give me my pure radio voice coming to you live with hemispheric views. I was telling you this before when you were testing with me. The Mm. the thing that I think this does for you is that that other one was... And I don't know what the terminology is, but you would go... your, Your audio would go way low and then peak in a much smaller range with the other one. So if you weren't speaking at the exact right tone all the time, yep. you were either too low or you were peaking. This one, I feel like your range is so much wider now and it just sort of smooths and feels good all the way across. This is good news because, um, well, this just introduces Andrew's singing corner. Mm. More potential for that. Last night um, I, watched, I watched the Elvis movie last night. Oh, boy. Sorry. Right, off you go. We're caught in a trap. Can't look back. Because I love you too much, baby. Why can't you see <laughs> what, what you're doing, doing to me? me? Wow, you both watched it. When you don't believe a word I say. Don't believe a word I say. <laughs> wow. I was testing the range. See the range? I told you. That's the sure. The range man. of the mic it's, is good. It's right there. Uh, the subject, I'm not sure. That was worth every penny of admission. It's not often I'll give Andrew actual like lyrics, and he's editing this one, so I've really walked into a oh, trap. Man. Oh, yes. as the song suggested. Yeah. Yeah. I am your yeah. Colonel Parker right now. Woo. Great. Oh, we've got a Christmas microphone. I put a little Santa hat on my microphone. Yeah. It's festive. Martin, you know what you need to do now. Oh, screenshot, man. Okay, we'll do that. One second. Everyone's smiling? All right, looks good. Thank you. 
we talked in our episode last week about our entirely new show notes system, didn't we? We did. The one that we used for one show. Yeah, it, it lasted one episode. <laughs> and we're back to this amazing app called Craft, which does... We're back, baby! It does feel good, actually, i got to say. Oh, God. And why are we back, Andrew? Because you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's in setup, man. And I'm pretty sure he didn't before, actually, but doesn't matter. I'm in control You now. know, I've totally taken it, twisted it, turned it, because not only am I not paying for it, if you also use my setup promo code <laughs> to, no. to purchase no. your own copy of setup, you're basically giving me free setup for even longer. So get on that, listeners. <laughs> I can tell you whose who's coupon code will not be in the show notes. <laughs> Call me the business for nothing. Speaking of advertising one's own referral codes, there is a service out there that I want to promote. It's called shoutouts.lol. I am a happy mm-hmm. customer of this service. It's produced by a friend of the show, Vincent Ritter. We once reviewed his desk way back when. You may recall it, it was the one with the ejector button on it. Um, so he could. Can you clarify for me, customer, though? Is that a paying customer or not? I am paying. So, okay. so I have bought. Because we know how you are with, with the dollars going outward. It's like not a thing that, we, that, that you're into. Exactly. So I just wanted to. No. So that, that alone. You know, full transparency. That alone should be renew, review enough. I, I paid money. And Vincent has done an amazing thing where he has offered a range of price points that you can select. You can choose how much you wish to pay to to use this service. And I paid the maximum option. That's how much I like it. Wow, that's a lot of AUD. Oh, man. I actually didn't factor in the full conversion price. So, Whew. And for those who can't see our notes, what is it? So shoutouts.lol... <laughs> We should just share the craft document with everybody on the internet so they can see the show notes. (laughs) It is, it's basically like a a mini advertising platform. But if you think about it as not, you're you're only advertising stuff that you really like. And you're not, you're not actually making revenue from the ads. So, (laughs) so the opposite of all other podcast ads, because they don't ever use any of the stuff they advertise. So if you want to see it in, you can either go to shoutouts.lol, or if you prefer, you can go to Andrew Canyon. No, you can't. You can go to (laughs) canyon.blog, get my URLs right. Hashtag knowledge management. (laughs) Canyon.blog, and you'll see at the top an ad. Now, I I can't tell you what the ad will be, because it rotates through a bunch of them that I've set up. But I have set up all the different services and things that I enjoy. So at the moment when I load it up, I'm seeing an ad for Fastmail, all right? I'm happy to promote Fastmail and advertise Fastmail because I like it and I value it and I think it's good. If you happen to click on that and sign up, it is linked to my referral code. So I might get a little bit of a tiny kickback, but that's not really the point. The point is like, this is the stuff that I use and trust. And I want you to know about it. So as well as advertising commercial services like Fastmail, I have in there a link to Hemispheric Views. And I have in there a link to shoutouts.lol. I have micro.blog. Like things that I like and that I think are valuable. And just I just want to share with the internet. 
So it's a good way of actually getting those referral codes that we all have out there. But I don't feel dirty about it because I'm Fastmail aren't paying me to advertise. I'm just putting it out there. I'm sort of I'm helping a local creator because he's created the platform, so I'm paying him for the platform. You're shouting out. I'm shouting out, yeah. So I just think it's a really fun little way of and it's simple to implement as well, which is a tick in my box to implement little interesting advertisements. Now, this is probably the first time I've ever been like pro ad in my entire life, but there you go. That's an interesting point. So first time in your life you've been pro ad and yet you are the business. But no, I think, so I just want to say thank you to Vincent for creating shoutouts.lol. I encourage you to go there. Give it a go. It gives a, you can try it for a month for free. So you can try it on your website, see if you like it, see if it works for you. And um, if you do, pay a little bit of money. If you don't, get rid of it. But I think it's great. It's really fun. And it's, it's a fun little, fun little thing to play with if you want to upgrade your website. So I just want to play a game with you guys. So you all have to go to canyon.blog. And I want you okay. to see, tell me. Are we doing that right now? Is this like live in the moment? Okay. Canyon.net. Here we go. Oh, Elvis. Yeah, that's that's what I watched last night, obviously. Of course, that's what's at the top in your shout outs when you make us go there. Did you know this? Elvis was at the top? I didn't think about that. No, no, no. The actual shout out, the actual ad. Oh, look, I don't know. It's random. That's that's the beauty of it. So you got you got shout outs. So are you both looking at NBL Podcasts Live? No. No, no I got a much better <laughs> one than that. <laughs> what did you get, Jason? I got Omgalol. Hey. Oh, there we go. Because I went, of course, it's like, go check out my blog and what would be there? Oh, it's another fantastic podcast about national basketball in Australia. <laughs> and who does a podcast about that? Your man, Andrew Canyon. Go Hawks. There you go. He's got the balls. Click the link. And you can just command, you know, command R your day away, just seeing different different pop-ups. <laughs> I just did it. Yeah. I got an ad for hemispheric views. It's beautiful. Listeners may recall that in the last episode when we discussed pages, Jason was really annoyed by dividers, big horizontal dividers that denoted pages. And yet I can see that Jason has inserted large horizontal dividers between each episode. Do you know what the difference is, though? I know there's a difference. That's why I want to know. I'm in control here. I can put the that's damn it. divider anywhere I want. None of this Power A4 choice. dividers only BS, Okay. Could you make it U.S. custom letter size or something like whatever I can, that is? I can throw a little eight and a half by eleven your way if that'll if that'll do you right. I can do that. No problem. Awesome. Hey Jason, what? Yeah, I've just added dividers. How do you feel about that? Thin ones that don't match the rest. Actually, is that deliberate? Because it's <laughs> he just deleted and I've just deleted them. I can I can delete you from this note. So just watch oh, yeah. yourself. That's right. You're the captain. I own this now. <laughs> Damn this it! This is mine now. It used to be mine. <laughs> Used to be the property of Andrew. Hide my email so I can't ever retrieve anything to do with my account, Canyon. Yeah, that is the one good thing that came out of all this debacle is that now the the true proper owner of the notes uh, is in charge. It should be so. noted that was the thing that most annoyed Jason about this entire notes journey we went on. Every <laughs> single day, I'd, I'd signed up with Craft with a uh, Apple private relay email address, <laughs> and he just had to look at the. <laughs> stupid email all the time no that's not even the worst part the worst part is because that put it in some weird state where you couldn't even Mm. give co-ownership to other people 
So if something happened with that, everything was gone because no one mm. else had like admin access to it. That's what drove me insane. We were building all this stuff and it was tied to this stupid private BS relay thing that who knows when that's just going to go away. So yeah, that, that was what I had the biggest issue with. So that, I was thrilled actually when I just took all the files and then we were ended up back here anyway. So there you are. Pages was fun for that brief five minute interval though. That was good. It was, it was interesting. I, I have not actually used pages for real in a long, well, I would argue that maybe it wasn't for real, but I have not used it at all really in a, quite a while. So it was interesting to see, oh yeah, it does sort of do sharing stuff now and it mostly works for everything that I need. So that's yeah, a good alternative. It was, it was a fun test, but I'm thrilled that we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> it was not my favorite. No, I'm happy. Andrew, you have something to do with audio here. Sonos, what's yeah, the story? More, this is a holdover. It's been um, on the notes for a while, and it's probably more pertinent six months ago whenever I added it because I was this close to buying a Sonos system. Hmm. I was going to get... I thought you did. Well, this exactly, right? I was that close. I got the quote from the shop. I was like, I talked them down on price. I was just ready to go. Wow. <laughs> you just Depreciation said, over time accounted for. You just said for, quote and negotiation about getting a Sonos thing. And that, and I, that's amazing. I created a row in my depreciation spreadsheet. As you do. Uh, I was all ready to go and then I didn't. But I'm... St- and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I know that was the sensible move to not buy that, but there's still a part. Why? Because it was expensive or because, because you don't need it? Because what, I don't what really, was, why was that sensible? Because I don't really need it, right? But every day I'm getting these paper cuts with our current sound system and I keep thinking, would a sauna solve this problem? So can you, can you elaborate on, it's not made of paper and it's not physically cutting you. These are metaphorical paper cuts. And without the 30-year duration of the story of how painful it's been for you, just in like... Okay. Yeah, well, it's like in 30 seconds instead of 30 Okay, years. it's funny you mentioned 30 years because I've had the speaker system for probably about 25, right? They're, for 30 years. They were mm-hmm. energy, energy yeah, so. connoisseur speakers. They don't even sell them anymore. Energy company got bought out. They're a Canadian company. I've got the C7s bookshelf like not bookshelf mm. full tower speakers i think they're up to the c8s now c1 like a center speaker <laughs> i've got a big subwoofer <laughs> shut up jason um and it's running through an, uh, an amplifier receiver which i had to buy a new one of those not long ago so that's not fully depreciated because that was the denon 92876 i believe right i think it, is I think it actually is a denon jason i couldn't remember the brand but i think it might we talked about yeah, it thanks man um, yep. and that's all going into the new LG C1 TV, OLED TV. Hmm. The sound mm-hmm. is still good, right? And what I found, I found it was a bit muddy. I actually increased the, the channel volume of my center speaker. So it's louder in, re- in preference to the sides and it's good, right? It's not surround. It's like three point, what do they call that? That's 3.1. Got 3.1. 3.14. So. Pi. But every time. Well, not every time, probably three times out of 10, when I switch to the Xbox input, it squishes it. The ratio gets squished. And the only way I can seem to fix that is by unplugging the Denon, not turning it off, literally unplugging it. 
so that whatever HDMI Gross. ratio transfer thing it's doing, and because the 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 TV needs to run at high frame rate and use its video game capabilities, I've got everything switching through the receiver except for the Xbox, which is switched wait through a minute, the TV. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Hold on! I gotta! I gotta! I gotta put a pause here for a second. We started this conversation about Sonos and audio. This is all a video problem. Why are we talking about audio when this is an HDMI video problem? It's an Xbox problem, it sounds like. It's an Xbox problem. How did we get from audio to video problem? All right, forget, forget all of that then. All I want to say is I feel like these speakers are still perfectly good sound, but they're not okay. surround and they're old. All right, I have a question that hopefully turns into a solution for you. Do you... Do you have a second lounge room or a rumpus room or study or something that isn't your main living room where the TV is? Yes. Right. Do you have a nice source of music in that TV-less space? Does a HomePod count as a nice source of music? Is that a single HomePod? Yes. Right. So what I'm going to suggest here is that it sounds like you need a more modern setup. iPod Hi-Fi. Various audio and video. iPod Hi-Fi, the upgrade. No. <laughs> it sounds like you need a more modern setup to make yourself happy with Xbox, etc., and all the various video and audio problems that you have. Oh, I like where this Take is going. Take the dive. Buy some new stuff, right? Deck out the main lounge room so you're happy with all inputs and outputs. Yeah. Move the legacy system that you still love and make an audio space, which is your escape from yes. the video crap. And you have a nice place to sit down and unwind that's away from the TV. Because audio then is move audio. The home pod. Yeah, audio is audio. And then move the home pod to, I don't know, a bedroom or another room where that can just be itself as a single speaker. And that doesn't have to fill a room by itself. I love this idea. This is great. The whole thing shuffles down. You keep everything, there's no waste, and you're happy with the new system. There you go. Martin Solutionfeld. You talk to Nick, you get a record player to go with the old speakers so it all fits together. It's all made of wood. Mm. You saw his lovely chat in the Discord about his vinyl. That's great. Make it happen. So then you've got a cool music room where all of the pressure of a modern set of requirements has taken off the speakers that you love. Doesn't matter. That's a pretty good idea, actually. And then you don't need surround sound because it's music. No, it's 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 what they call stereo. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good solution. Can one of you guys come over and help me run some cable? Easily, yeah, for sure. Why are you running cable? Just a speaker cable. Are you fixing a bluebird or something? Speaker cable. <laughs> <laughs> you got a trunk that's screwed up or something? No. <laughs> Martin, that's Cat Five. We don't use speaker cable for that. Come on. I wasn't sure. Maybe he, maybe it's more broken and needs something heavy duty or longer. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the hood. Maybe if the hood needs to be closed, maybe that speaker wire in the trunk is more of a Cat Five situation. That could be. Speaking of hood, when I bought those speak when I bought those speakers twenty years ago, I got hoodwinked into buying Monster Cable, Monster Audio Cable. Oh <laughs> wow. Wow. Gold plated. I thought you were going down the path of something like 20 years ago when I bought that when I was into hood. And I was like, oh, this is going to be like a really bad dad joke. No, we, we all make mistakes in life. And that was my mistake in life. But to be fair, that monster cable 20 years on is still doing its thing. Well, I mean, to, to be a, a length of copper sitting in one stagnant location for 20 years, that's a lot to it's a lot of pressure to put on something. <laughs> so I'm glad it was able to hold up to that. All right. Thanks. Good for job, Monster. $3,200 sold. Whew. It sounds like it solved problem to me. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you've got your solution. 
and you come out better in every respect. Yeah. You're not getting rid of anything. You get to reuse the stuff you have. Yep. You got a whole new setup now in the other area. Win, 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 win. This does still require me opening my wallet. That's the final, the final hurdle. It's the holiday season. I would say go for it because I think it's well known in the business world that in the month of December, anything purchased does not have to be entered into the record. Oh, that's true. It is free spending. Yeah. You just delete all those cells, Andrew. It's fine. Any other problems? Any other big, big life problems you need solved right now? Because I think we're on a roll. Hmm. Now you put it. Are you asking me specifically? I think Martin has a life problem. Hmm. Martin, no, no. no, okay. Oh, okay. No, he's being presented. What's the problem, Andrew? What's my problem? Um, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something without um, being offensive. Um, <laughs> good luck. Be on offensive. That. We'll, we'll let the listeners decide. We could probably just go to the next topic. I bet that would be a safer. I was just about to run with it. I have too much body hair. What do mm. I do? I feel like. I feel like I'm perfectly happy with my body here. Thank you. The next topic probably would be better. And how much have you seen Andrew to make such a comment? Just the tuft, just the tuft. And I can see popping the tuft, the tuft. Oh, okay. It's going to be hot in here, Andrew. I might have to. (laughs) Okay. Next topic. Next topic. Let's focus on the next topic. Nice. Love that. Um, I want to talk quickly mostly in a in a question format about focus modes which have been around for somewhere between 1 and 87 months i don't remember when they came out i've only started using them recently but i use them every single day now kind of mm. and what i mean by kind of is i use basically two of them that are automatically happening and i don't actually actively do anything with them so I use a work focus mode now where it mm-hmm. automatically turns on and it automatically turns off every day during the week. And then I use a podcasting one when I talk to you all that goes on and off for the times that we generally record. Obviously that changes a little bit uh, depending on scheduling, but usually it's roughly the same. And I never really, I didn't go like hardcore where like, the focus mode is triggering a shortcut to change my watch to make my phone wallpaper. Like, don't care. The point of the whole thing is that I don't want to be looking at other crap. So I really don't need it to change anything else because I shouldn't be looking at that stuff anyway. So there's really no point in changing what my phone apps are or any of that. Like, for me, it doesn't matter. I just want it to be like, shut the hell up during the week while I'm working to try to give me less things happening. And I've actually found the work one to be like really, really helpful in just focusing on stuff during the day and not getting so, oh, here's a shiny thing over there. Oh, I got an iMessage. Let me go look at that. Oh, I got a notification about whatever. And then at five o'clock or whatever, whenever I have it turn off, it's like, okay, now go do that stuff. Doesn't mean I don't still like go and do other crap during the day. Like I'm human and my brain can't just look at the same thing for eight hours. So I I don't think I would fault anyone for that, but that's how I mostly use it is the work one and the podcast one. So I kind of just was curious if either of you have toyed with them at all, either in a very basic capacity of like a work one or 
did you go down the path of like when the focus mode happens, like your whole everything like flips around and changes. So what do you have to say about that? Oh, and also I like the little symbols that show up in your menu bar when you're in a little focus mode. I like that too. I hate that. Um, okay. Why do you hate that, Andrew? Why do you hate that? It's, it's distracting. It's mainly on my watch when I see it on my watch. Oh, just, okay. I find it distracting. I don't, I don't. Well, we'll start with Andrew then because clearly he's super into focus mode. So Andrew, what's your focus mode situation? So yeah, I do. Yes, no. I do use them. And it's like like you, it's automated, so it goes from like a a worky kind of mode. But mine's geolocated for my work stuff. So when I actually go into my office location, oh, interesting. It toggle, okay, it toggles to work mode because I That's tried cool. it with time, but I found that I, I just didn't really didn't vibe with me. So I just wanted it to be when I go to this place, give me this context. That's cool. I. Yeah, I don't go anywhere, so obviously I don't use that one. But, I mean, I no, I think that's legitimately cool that you can – then the time doesn't matter. It's just – and if you happen to be at home that day. Yeah, yeah, it's like – That it just doesn't exactly. turn on. And it's good because my work folk, it goes into like super boring mode. It, it makes yeah. my – changes my desktop image. It gets rid of most of my icons and just leaves me basically with Outlook and a calendar on my homepage. And it's like, oh, okay, right. This is where we're at. Yeah. You know, so – that 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 is what I think. Tr- With just Excel in the dock, like the only <laughs> thing in the dock is Excel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. and my two-factor okay. authenticator because you got to use that like sixty million times. Oh yeah, you have to authenticate to Microsoft every forty-five yeah. minutes, right? That's a whole topic oh, in itself. Isn't it just that Microsoft Authenticator app? Sorry, your watch failed to authenticate you. No, it didn't. The screen is awake. Get a grip. Anyway, <laughs> so you mainly just use the one for work then? Yeah, and uh, I have a, and then I have a. Uh, like a night mode, like a, uh, I think it's the oh the sleep oh no no no, shoot. no, no yeah, not sleep I've... not sleep so I do use sleep oh, as well sleep. and I use the wake up schedule oh. and all that kind of stuff but then I have yeah, I have yeah, yeah. a what do they call it personal the little purple one um where it goes in and that's so you have like a pre sleep yeah one, so that's like, like my a, like a shutdown it's like Android the wind down it's not even wind down stop distracting me fellas it's it's Burn the it's incense. It's the personal. Ah. It's like the personal one where I'm not at work and this is like I am. I actively don't even want to think about work because it's like evening time. This is me. Got it's, it. Okay. So like White Goodman from Dodgeball, it's your private reflection period with a slice That's of pizza. Right. So this is when I get to do all the fun stuff on my phone. So it's RSS, glue on, you know, it's all the good, it's all the, it's all the good social media stuff, not, not Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're all gone. You know my favourite thing about how this has mm. gone? Oh, I hate that. Oh, okay. Andrew's got some thoughts. Here are all the ways that I love to use I focus modes. I love it. Modes. I just love everything about it. <laughs> but I, it's just the icon. I, I hate, hate the icon. <laughs> I hate the icon. It's like, because it, it's like it's non-default. I, I don't want to be reminded that I'm in this mode. All right. Just let me be. Just let me be in the mode. It's like paradoxical. Yeah. Or kind of contradictory it's like you're focusing but i'm going to keep reminding you with this distracting thing that yeah, you're like focusing get, i don't need I to see it. that icon like get rid of it you you could hide it i just just gonna I throw that you, out there. you could but not on the watch i think like if you turn like if you turn your wrist with an always on display yep. it will flash up that yep. focus thing same as it does that's with what oh, yeah. which i also yeah, find i can't annoying. use walkie talkie i had to turn that off it. again because that walkie talkie kept flashing at me i can't yeah i actually i agree i want 
just a slight digression with walkie-talkie. I love walkie-talkie on the watch and I would just love to have it available and activated all the time so that if Natasha wants to get in touch with me, for example, if we, you know, get separated at the shops or one of us has Mac or something. Super oh, good for that. Where are you? No worries. Yep. But to have that permanently yellow thing going up saying, by the way, you could be re- you could be contacted, just, just letting you know, you're just checking the time, but you're available just don't forget it's really annoying right and i get that they don't want you to forget that you're in a focus mode or that you're contactable but i'm out give me a toggle i can deal with it that's it yeah so i I get what you mean with the icon andrew the only thing worse than the focus mode icon is the inability to synchronize red status for iMessages. sorry what really yeah like i think i've had that problem so iMessages, if i read it on my phone if i read yeah. it on my phone if i read it from the notification unless i'd like properly dismiss it it still stays as a badge on the iMessage app and then it still stays as a red message on my watch which i still have to clear if i happen to read it from my watch first that red status doesn't sync to my phone so i have to go look at it and like clear it the little bubble the little unread icon I hate that so much. I've got to read every message like four times to properly clear it. I have noticed that with Notification Center or the history, it persists, but I haven't really noticed a problem with the badges or in the app. It's like I've read it somewhere else, but it's still in my iPad's Notification Center. But if I turn that off, then I never see messages from people with banners if I happen to be reading on the iPad rather than with my phone. It's a disaster. That's a bit weird. It's a whole disaster. I hate it. But anyway, that's not a focus mode. So, Martin, how do you deal with focus modes? Um, I think they're a good thing. I do occasionally use like the work one, like what Jason was talking about, but I don't really set up anything to be custom or do anything with geofences or timing. Or You seem to do a lot more than what I do, Andrew. Do you know what I generally like to do though? If I'm sitting down at my computer and I don't want to be disturbed, I just hit the F6, do not disturb key on my keyboard. Yeah. And then that's it. And then when I'm finished, I turn it off. So <sighs> I find it's kind of like my attitude towards home automation and lots of other things. I think it's awesome that people do it or they set up scenes or they do custom things not to be interrupted. But I find the mental overload of having to customize this automated life to be more annoying than just going press a key and then press it when I'm finished. So that's my attitude. Andrew, are you okay? You're kind of looking a bit shocked. I use. All- he didn't realize F6 existed, I-, I think. <laughs> I didn't. I use all my function keys all the time. My F6 even has a little coating of dust on it. I use the brightness, the expose. Oh. F4. It's got a little moon on it. F4 through to F6 are basically a, like a dead zone to me. Yeah, you've got your search, like spotlight. spotlight you've got your dictation. You've got, you're not disturbed. <laughs> yep. I mean, I just hit command space, but it's nice that it's there if your fingers are hovering there. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't even know what's on his keyboard. Yeah, because command space, I always have to remap it because I use that for launch bar. But then I've always, like, initiate a spotlight search from launch bar. <sighs> Did you literally just say you launch spotlight via launch bar? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I also just do it. Oh, my gosh. Because you would usually I, use command space, but launch bar gets that. That's a great question wow well okay. that is one key well, you know, it's only thanks to jason about three months ago that i remembered that i had the globe key for emoji no kidding i used to struggle with emoji so much 
man. So the globe keep. Command option space if you want to triple that the experience. That was the one. I, always had to, I yeah. could never remember. Get a custom keyboard and just remap everything if you want to just go. Oh, like, sorry. Command control out. space. My oh. mistake. Command control oh. space. See, I'm I stuffed just it up. Look at that little moon on and off. <laughs> See, I like the moon. It's like, oh. The moon's okay. Nighttime. Mysterious. <laughs> the moon's okay. Okay. This is amazing. And lucky it's a crescent because then it would just be a planet. Is there any other buttons on this thing that I don't know about? Andrew's holding his keyboard up to the camera. I'm going to do the same. Just Pretty to- familiar. <laughs> Pretty familiar with all the other buttons. I can't lift mine. It weighs too much. It weighs like a good, probably six pounds. It's the same thing, isn't it? No, I got a new keyboard. Again? Yeah. How are we going to do that typing challenge this episode? No, because I had to get rid of that one. That's why the notes say my keyboard hurt me. What the heck? All right, let's hear why it hurt you. Sorry, listeners, to disappoint. We can't do it because Jason was mortally wounded by his keyboard. <laughs> I was. So I got the, the A1048. I love it. It's great. But you know how the keys are really hard to press? Like, they're they're real, like, squishy, I guess? How would you describe it, Martin? They're, they're taller. They're, they're taller. But, like, they're like to push them the down, travel they're, distance. More, they're not, like, clicky. They're more... Yeah, travel distance. There's no, like, click to it. It's, like, depress into your letter. Yeah. So, typing on that for a week, my hands were hurting so badly. It's like typing on a blancmange. It's like typing on, I'm trying to think of what would be a good, good representation. Like a, like each key is like gummy candy and you got to like really shove it down to get it to register. And, um, yeah, it, it, it hurt me physically. So I had to actually stop using it because of the, the pain in my hands, which has always been there. And this just accentuated that so i had to actually i had to stop using it unfortunately even though i loved it so what you obviously haven't gone back to the standard apple keyboard no no actually my new keyboard now has rendered my apple keyboard unusable because i just can't even touch it it's awful to even feel it at this point which is weird because it used to be the best keyboard ever but not anymore so sorry what are you using now i'm lost so i now have the I think it literally weighs six pounds. It is the Q1 mechanical keyboard thingy with the knob. Um, it'll be in the notes. It's a joy. Let me look this up. What is it? It is what's, the, what's it called? It is the Keychron Q1. Oh, Keychron. Full aluminum body, stainless steel, whatchamahoozit. It is phenomenal. Is it version two? It is version two. Has a bit of a Lumen Industries vibe to it, if you get the blue one. I got the gray with the yellow accents. It is an absolute joy to type on. I love it so much. So I'm guessing the travel or the the distance with the depressing of the keys is very similar to the Apple keyboard, but it's not mushy because it's mechanical. That's what you're saying? Yeah, I got the lightest, like pressy ones so that my thing not the blues no not the blues i got the did you get brown brown, i believe right so it's very easy to just it's it's really good like i know nobody cares about people talking about mechanical keyboards so i'm not gonna like dwell on it but it is a really really phenomenal keyboard put yourself down i i i can't even i tried using my my apple one again i I can't so now i'm gonna rip apart the apple one 
and make a little touch ID button Ooh, standalone project. Um, because that's the only thing is just touch ID. I mean, that's kind of table stakes at this point. Oh, that little thing is not a touch ID sensor. It's a little twist. It's a little twizzle. knob, so you oh. can and it. Well, right now it just does volume, and then if you press it, it mutes. But it's fully programmable, so you can make it do whatever you want. Okay. Now I noticed this key doesn't have a uh, doesn't have a spotlight button on it. So I was going to say I think it's a shame. I'm sorry that you were hurt, Jason, but I'm glad that you're in a happier space and you're still going to rip apart a Touch ID thing. So power to you, whatever. Yeah. I still want to personally do the typing test thing, so we have something to put in the notes. Maybe we'll throw it up on our YouTube channel as well. But with that in mind, since we've got maybe a few more minutes to still hit our kind of average 45 minutey thing uh, once edited. I don't know if you two saw, but Zachary in our Discord, quick shout out for listener Zachary, said that he actually really enjoys Andrew's Business Corner segments. And I thought I'll be less of a felled foot today. I might let him finish off this episode with a bit of a Business Corner, but I'm still going to be a bit of a foot by surprising you with it and saying you just got to come up with it. Jason, you have your hand up. Can I please interrupt quickly before we move to Business Corner? I have one small anecdote I would like to to put forth. Oh, I love anecdotes. Please go. Um, I got a new mouse today as well. And of course, that's not really what I wanted to talk about. It was more about the story and then something that I found at the store that I wanted to oh. ask you both about. Go so I ordered three items online for in-store pickup. Cool. Okay. And they're supposed to be within an hour. Okay, great. So I wait a little bit and then I head off to the store thinking it's surely going to be less than an hour to go grab like three tiny things off of a shelf. Can't take that long. So I get there. No update yet. Still waiting. Like, hmm, okay, well, guess I'll go walk around the store a little bit and could have just picked these up myself, but here we are. The reason I, I should back up. The reason I did the, the thing where you buy it online to pick up in store is because all too often is it the thing where you look on the line and it's like, yeah, we have that. And then you go there and they're like, oh yeah, we don't actually have that. I'm like, cool. I drove all the way here to not get the thing. So if I do the online thing instead, usually that gives you some indication that like, it's going to be a go. Anyway, that's a thing. Maybe that happens to you all there as well. I'm not sure. I imagine it happens everywhere. Um, So, okay. So I'm at the store. I'm picking up the things, getting the mouse, whatever. Three items I ordered. The little thing, I get an email. Your item's here. I'm like, great. So I go up to the thing, pick it up. One of the three is ready. I'm like, okay. So (laughs) they hand it to me. And I'm like, what about the other ones? like, oh, they're not not ready yet. Okay. (laughs) So I'm... So I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I get another email. Ah, great. Okay. This must be the other two. Go up. Number two of three by itself. (laughs) Okay. Here's the second one. Cool. Third one. No, it's not ready yet. Okay. Continue walking around the store. Just like an idiot looking at nothing. Waiting for carrying two things that carrying two things that I've already paid for. So that's weird. At this point, the, after the first item, the game became, can I go find the item myself within the store before I get the email of them finding it? Spoiler, found it <laughs> way before. 
<laughs> really? And then the third one, I went looking around. I was like, ooh, a bit of a challenge. I can't seem to find this one. Well played. Okay. So the, the hunt is on. So I'm looking around everywhere, looking around. And I, I get to a point where I'm like, you know what? They don't actually have this third one. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to gamble and just leave with the two that I, with the two that I have. But the thing that happened meantime, while I was looking around at all of the random crap they have that I do not care about was a security system called what kangaroo. And I was like, well, surely this is an Australian security company. It must be. So I wanted to know, do you all use kangaroo security in Australia? Well, I assume by what you mean, it's this kind of pack where they all come as joeys and then you kind of rear them and grow them in your backyard and then you essentially encircle your own home with a range of very, very cranky live marsupials. If that's the case, then yes, that's yes. the security system that is, have at home. That is what they sell here. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to check. Does it literally... No, actually. Does the camera no. square up to you if you uh, try to steal something and just give you a couple of one-two punches and a kick in the guts? I was a little sad that the branding could have been so much better given the name kangaroo it was pretty lackluster to be honest so that made me think that it probably wasn't related to you all but i just wanted you to know that we do have a security company apparently called kangaroo okay, so we'll get them for ip infringement they're, they're that that's our national emblem like how dare they it's like when you see you know foreign companies or even australian businesses you know really, really respectfully, you know, using words like boomerang to talk, you know, about their fast whip around service or something, you know, without, without any sense of cultural appropriation or disrespect to First Nations people. I like that as a, you know, bit of an edgy, you know, inappropriate decision. It's good business practice. Did you get your third think, item? Probably. Uh, no. So I took a gamble and left thinking if I can't find it, they're not going to be able to find it. Right. I mean, they're walking around with their little samsung tablets or whatever trying to hunt and peck for things so i left got home boom email your item not available at this store at this time yes well done so i took the gamble and won Did you get a refund take that uh i haven't bothered to do any of that dude yet, but hopefully it's priority yeah. number one i had to get my computer working so i could record the show but doesn't he still want the item? That's why he ordered it. Yeah, but don't let don't let them put that money on the short term money market. It's yours. <laughs> so you're telling me you would you would you would return it and then order it again later instead of just waiting for it to come oh, back in well, stock? Are they guaranteeing that they will supply it? I mean, is there anything a guarantee in this world? We don't know. This is, have you discussed this with an appropriate manager to see what kind of things need to be ironed out in their supply chain and logistical procedure, Jason? Because that's what it sounds like Andrew's suggesting in the ideal lean manufacturing and operations environment. That's a good segue to our final business corner segment, Andrew. You've had... Business corner. Yeah, sorry. I just I had to get that in. I just felt it, it was so appropriate for today. No, I think it's great because we got an extra story out of it. And not only were we given a top tip leave the shop if it takes too long. Andrew was given some more time to think. I thought you were going to prompt me with something. I need like a... It's, nah. I need, I'm like a... No, nah, you I'm are the frack. business. You are a walking encyclopedia what, what of you, business. What, are we going to build a slide deck for you next? Like, what do you think this is? I, like, I thought no. it was like a fractal and I started with a seed number. Andrew, don't tell me you're one of those people where there's some sort of shared drive or corporate intranet and all resources are there, just a click or a search away in perfectly organized folders, but you ask the person who's the custodian of it to send you the link to the thing you already had six times? Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> Great. It's beneath me. Can you send me that, that? Can you send me that PDF again? Yeah. Can you just? I know you emailed it to me, but could you just email me again so it's at the top of my inbox because yeah. <laughs> I can't one. search. What can we talk about for business corner today? Let's talk about the difference between marketing, branding, and selling. People often just put it all together into one thing, right? But uh, there actually is a difference between them all. So when you're branding, you're creating an impression. You are building the 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 non tangible intellectual property of your entity. Is Apple really worth anything without the Apple logo? Yeah, it has tooling, it has machines, it has iPhones. But the essence of the Apple is the brand, and that's where the value of that company lies in so many ways. But Apple, they still need to get out there and do marketing, don't they? The value of the asset, the value of that Apple logo is only enforced by marketing and telling you about it and saying, hey, look, we've got a new iPhone 14. Hey, look, we've got this thing. Look, it's a new Mac. Come and buy it. They communicate with you through various means, print, billboard, electronic. Used to use Twitter. That's less less a case these days, I believe. Right? So this... <laughs> and then they're selling. There's a selling experience. Okay, they've told you about it. You have a feel-good emotion about the product you still need to go and sell it they need to actively make it easy to extract the money from you so that you get something in return and feel good about it so that the brand promise has been delivered so they have a multiple ways of selling to you you can go online and buy it you can do buy it online go in the store and collect it and hopefully they'll have all three of your items waiting for you at one time that's all part of the brand promise (laughs) So that, and then you go in there and you're like, would you like to pay cash, credit? Or if you're in America, we'll even accept a check. But don't try that in Australia because you're an idiot. There are different (laughs) ways. That's selling. That's smoothing the transactional process. So marketing, branding, selling, three different things. That was Business Corner. I know that you're editing, so that won't get cut out. So I hope everyone is is enjoying that well, i thought it was great thank you I, I hope zachary enjoyed business corner um because he's the only one uh <laughs> no, i'm joking <laughs> he's the only one sorry i tuned out andrew what was that what, what, what did you say <laughs> you know what i loved about that segment and preceding business corners mm. as well is that right on brand with the very discussion that andrew was undertaking just that beautiful mini lecture he delivered to mm. all of you, dear listeners, that in itself was a branding exercise for Andrew Canyon. Living up to the name, the business. So Andrew lives and exhibits what he sells, what he preaches. So I think the lesson out of all of this is be more like Andrew. Yeah. So I want to I I personally thank Andrew for that lesson. And I want to thank the sponsor of that segment, Masterclass. Where if you use the code Canyon, you can get 43 months of free access unlimited and, to Masterclass. And I'll have a link to that on my shoutouts.lol. And if you want to learn Absolutely. more about me or the, the services I can deliver you, simply go to linkedin.com slash in slash Andrew Canyon. Oh, 
Oof. Wow, that was a full LinkedIn link. Oof. And then you can endorse him oh, with the skill of hyperlinking would, or yes, something really. There's the challenge. You know, there's the challenge there. for everybody. Okay, I want every listener of this podcast <laughs> to connect with me on LinkedIn, <laughs> right? Oh god. And then, please, I really want to see this. I want to see it. And then I want I want everybody <laughs> to endorse me for podcasting, marketing, branding, and selling. <laughs> But just 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 choose one skill. If you actually want people to do it, you've got to choose one skill. No one's doing it. All right, everyone, do what Andrew says. But Andrew, what's the one skill that they need to endorse you for? Uh, podcasting. Podcasting. Okay. You heard the man. Get on LinkedIn and make sure that you... Um, do you want them to include a note or yeah, not? Should yeah. they just No, they should because I do, I do have, gen- have a general LinkedIn policy of not accepting anything from randos. So, so you need to make sure you're like... Give me, give me a clue. Seriously, that would be hilarious. (laughs) 